All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I'm your host, Humble Daddy Smith, and this is episode 85. What up? Yep, we rock. Have a good show for you tonight. Going to talk about all the fucking drama of the week as usual. We missed our show last Friday because uh, I had to take care of some family fucking business, but we're back. Seems like a lot of people are interested in the show, and the cats are actually out of the room right now. But they're scratching on the door trying to get through, so I have to, like, have this water bottle and I'm squirting at the crack in the door. So they'll fuck off and not make so much noise. Fuck off! Doing a live show. So that's cool. How's everybody doing? Did you fucking have a good weekend? Did you do anything interesting? I got fucking owned by Brad God damn it. Gonna talk about that just a little bit. Not a whole lot. We're gonna cover that. Good morning, Mr. President Daddy. Good morning to all of you. I hope you're doing well. And, uh... I want to start the show by asking you guys a question, right? So, uh, you guys ever have, like, masturbatory fantasies that are, like, really super hot at first? And you're, like, really getting off on them? But the more and more you think about these fantasies, the more nightmarishly hellish the scenario gets to be, and then you get turned off and you have to stop masturbating? You ever have that happen to you? Um, I'll give you an example. You guys know me. I'm like fucked up in the head because I spent like a decade working in porn and, you know, I've been masturbating to porn for like, you know, 25 years or something like that. And so it really takes some extreme thoughts to actually turn me on at this point. I have to have some really complicated scenarios going on in my head before I can actually get turned on. And uh, so one of my most common masturbatory fantasies is that... Somehow, scientists discover that my semen cures cancer. Now, don't ask me why the fuck scientists are studying my cum. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't think about it. Not important to the story. All that matters is that they've studied it and they found out, yeah, dude, your cum cures cancer. It cures all fucking types of cancer. So, I'm, obviously, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. This is awesome. Right? And immediately, overnight, like, every cancer patient in the world wants to have sex with me, right? Of course, because I basically have life-saving cum. So, I have basically my pick of all the hottest cancer patients in the fucking world. And they're all, like, hitting on me, and they'll, like, do anything, anything to, like, squeeze every last drop out of my ball sack they possibly can, you know, to save their life, which is... Hot as shit, right? And they'll do anything, right? They'll do anything. And it's not rapey. They want to do it because it's life-saving, right? And so I'm like traveling around the country, banging all the hottest cancer patients in the world, one after the other after the other, just doing the really nasty, dirty shit. And it's fucking awesome. Like, and I'm thinking about this. I'm getting off on it. And then in the middle of my masturbatory fantasy, it occurs to me, wait a minute. Like, you're literally playing God here. You're deciding who lives or dies based on just superficiality, right? I mean, what about the ugly cancer patients? You're just letting them die. What about all the men, right? You're only like 20% gay, so you're only having sex with like 20% of the men, right? So you're letting so many of them die. Like, it's awful, right? And then about the same time I'm realizing this, the rest of the world is also realizing this. We can't let this motherfucker decide who lives and dies. Right? This idiot is just making superficial choices. So basically, the government then kidnaps me and then puts me in a coma. And then 
basically cuts open my ball sack and sucks out every sperm as it's created and then distributes it pretty much wherever they want to, right? So I basically spend the rest of my life asleep in a coma being milked like some kind of cum cow for my life-saving semen. And so obviously I have to quit masturbating because then I'm sad and depressed. So you guys ever have anything like that happen to you when you masturbate? I'm sure you do. I'm sure that's pretty common. But anyway, uh, if you guys want to support the show, Codcast on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Codcast. We're up to $1,186 a month. Because, you know, we keep that shit public. Not trying to hide how much I make on this show. I think uh, everybody that gets supported by the public should pretty much keep that shit public. So the public knows what they're supporting, how much they're supporting you. A lot of the uh, really popular YouTubers, they hide that shit because they don't really want you to know how much they're making uh, for various reasons. But anyway, that's what I'm making. If you guys want to support the show, you know most of the money goes to the humanist side of this animal sanctuary. We rescue cute little dogs and kittens, a dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. If you want to see this show continue to go and prosper and, you know, maybe help me out with some production values where I can buy some more stuff to make the show more professional, that would be fucking great. Really would appreciate that. And as always... Super chats, label of the show. You guys know how it works. Little dollar sign down there. Click it, tip me, whatever you want to. More you tip me, more serious I take your fucking question. And all the comments get read on the air. So you can immortalize yourself forever in this show because a million years from now, people gonna be watching the show. You know it's fucking true, right? And they'll be like reading your question. And they'll be like, hey, that dude lives forever. So immortalize yourself. Bye, my love. And uh, let's read a few of these. CJ Colbert, $5. Hey, Dusty, longtime fan and patron. I'm in Europe, so never watch live. Here are a few bucks for the critters. Looking forward to the replay tomorrow. Well, hey, really appreciate that, CJ Colbert. When you see the replay tomorrow, know that I love you and I appreciate you. And $2 from Ann Aspect. Hey, Ann, you weren't the first this time. You got beat out by CJ Colbert, but I still love you. Good to have you back. Kiss the fur babies for me. I will. I'm kind of squirting water at them right now, so they'll leave me alone for the show, but I definitely kiss them for you. Asher Scott, $2. No comment. Don't have to have a comment. Thank you, Asher Scott. Levi Blue or Bellu. Couldn't take the heat, so he quit on life. Bummer. I guess he's talking about the uh, trans active, not trans active, the uh, conservative gay student who interrupted Drag Queen Story Hour. And then it went viral and he committed suicide. We're going to talk about that next. That is the next topic we'll talk about. So we'll get there in a minute. Breaking Bat 999. Sorry for missing the last couple of shows. No forgiveness! You're written out of my will. My work schedule has changed, so now I have to work late. Well, that sucks. They should let you play my show at work to make the time go faster. That would be amazing. I'll keep donating and watch you later. I hope everything is good with you. I hope everything is good with you, Breaking Bat. Thank you for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. Sign $5. Dusty Porn Story is top tier content we need. Yeah, I had to tell that story. Had to get that off my fucking chest. Ruin my masturbation and goddamn it, if there's one thing I don't want ruined, it's my masturbation because that's what gives me most of my pleasure in life. Dr. Rangatech MD, I vote for the cancer curing cum fantasy to be clipped and posted to your channel. I would definitely post that clip to my channel. First thing I'll do, if uh, Catalina's watching, she can help me out with that. She's been helping with my clips. She rocks. Ben Davis, money for the podcast. Thank you, Ben Davis. You rock. Appreciate that. Very generous of you. Uh, Zelda Gigafon. 
$2. New York Times says Bernie was sexist towards Warren. Yeah, they're trying to smear Bernie Sanders because it looks like he's going to the nomination now. And the powers that be, the billionaires who buy up all these newspapers and media companies, want to make sure that doesn't happen because they don't want to have to pay a few extra dollars. So, fuck them. We're going to talk about that a little bit, too. Thoughts on Mark Dice? Sucks ass. Fuck that guy. Thank you, Adam E. Uh, Joshua Gonzalez, dollar nine, World War Three. See you there. Yeah, looks like it's been postponed. Hopefully, we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Let me check the regular chat. See what you guys are fucking saying before I start to show up. Before I officially start to show up. Uh, one time I orgasmed so hard I blacked out for thirty seconds. That sounds awesome. That's what I do. Like when I'm on poppers. Like fuck, I love poppers, man. Shit, poppers are so amazing. You know what poppers are? Basically, they're a sex drug. They're usually a gay sex drug, but they don't have to be a gay sex drug. You can, like, use them to masturbate. Love me some fucking poppers. They make orgasm amazing, but they changed the formula because the government's like, fuck you, you can't enjoy orgasming. We're going to change the formula, right? going to make the formula that you guys were making illegal, so you can't make that anymore. So they had to change the formula to make it legal. And the new formula they sell now makes you cough so much. The next day, you feel like you're coughing up your lungs and shit. So you can't even do poppers anymore. I can't even enjoy my favorite masturbation drug. Goddamn government. Get your hands off my goddamn masturbation. Um, is porn addiction a thing? Oh, sure. Absolutely porn addiction is a thing. Now, whether it's really that big of a problem or not, that's the question. I mean, so for some people, it can be a problem. For some people, it can cause erectile dysfunction, you know? Um, but, you know, we have pills for that now, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, hi, Dusty, and everyone, hope you have a lovely night. I'm having a pretty good night. I can't complain. Dusty, are you a Bernie or bust after Warren smeared Bernie? I mean, I'll vote for Warren over Trump, obviously. I'll vote for Biden over Trump. So, no, but Bo is willing to go on your show. All right, we're going to have uh, American Johnson. Is that his name? I think non-compete. He's one of these uh, bread tubers. Uh, I got a few with bread tube. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but uh, it was a friendly few. Like, bread tube is like, mostly on my side and i was just getting a shit because it's fun to do but he's gonna come on the show and i think uh the surfs who are also popular bread tubers are coming on the show either this week or next week so i would love to have bo on bo actually commented um when i was shitting on the uh the bread tube community he kind of commented uh it wasn't impolite but he was kind of telling me to uh shh a little bit so um, we'll talk about that later. I don't knock anybody's hobbies. Hell no. Urban, unban me, please. I, what are you banned on? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, all right, let's jump into the show here. We're already fucking 11 minutes in the show. We'll stop talking about masturbation for a fucking second, Jeff, on this show. So, anyway, uh, in Australia, there is this dude named Wilson Gavin, right? And I guess he is a member of this conservative school group and the school group is actually called the liberal something or something or something but it's actually a conservative group because shit is confusing in australia you goddamn future people from tomorrow get your shit straight liberal doesn't mean conservative what the fuck but anyway uh, he was with this conservative group and they were like hey i got an idea let's go interrupt drag queen story hour and protest it because you know fuck drag queens reading stories to children and like Honestly, like, drag queens are the perfect people to read stories to children. You know, they're all over-the-top kind of, and they, you know, they seem like they're really good storytellers. They're very interesting. 
and they're very interesting to look at as well. So seems like they'd be really entertaining for children, but no, you know, uh, transphobes, even though I know drag queens are not trans, but you know, homophobes and transphobes and people that are against drag queens, they can't have that. Fuck you for reading the children. Fuck you for trying to normalize your lifestyle so that other people who come after you who are trans or drag or gay don't get hated on by children. Fuck you for trying to normalize all this shit. So anyway, they stormed in and interrupted Drag Queen Story Hour, and uh, this viral video was released. Let's have a look at what happened. You did not have permission to film me. Fuck off. You're going to run into Drag Queen Story Hour and start protesting and yelling, Drag Queens are not for children. And then, yeah, you're going to get filmed. You're going to get all over the internet. You guys knew that was going to happen, obviously. Obviously, when you did this, you knew. You knew what was going to happen. What are, you, what are you even protesting for if you don't want other people to know what you're doing? Isn't that part of the protest? So anyway, it's this dude right here, uh, Wilson Gavin, I think's his name, and uh, so needless to say, this video went viral, and uh, Wilson Gavin himself is a conservative young gay man, and I, I can only assume that being a conservative gay man, he is he's very conflicted about his life, and I'm sure he probably has a lot of strife at home. Um, guys, stop scratching at the fucking door. Sorry, I gotta spray water at my cat's. The crack in my fucking door. Get away from the crack in the door. Fuck off. Doing a show. So anyway, I'm sure that he was conflicted about his life, you know. And, and they did, people that knew him went public and said that he had problems, you know, as you would imagine. So after this clip went viral, people shit on him hardcore. They shit on him all right, but they shit on him too because he was like one of the main focuses of it. And uh, so he went and he jumped in front of a train and he killed himself. Which is sad, you know, that's... Very sad. I, I hate to see anybody die, and I hate to see anybody, you know, get get bullied online to the point where they feel like they're going to kill themselves. And obviously, I don't think probably being bullied online is 100% the cause of why he killed himself. I'm sure there are other problems in his life that led to that, but I'm sure it was definitely a catalyst, you know. But at the same time, you would think he would have expected that reaction. Would you please fuck the fuck off, goddammit? You're not coming in here. Get away from the crack in the door. Greatest live programming in history. Squirting water at cats. And uh, one of the people that brought this to the attention of the public was the Veronicas. Uh, I guess it's a uh, singing group of these two twin sisters. And one of them is married to a trans person. I'm not sure if they're, or they're engaged to a trans person. I'm not sure if they're engaged to a trans man or a trans woman. I couldn't really tell. But So they basically brought it to the attention of the public. And they weren't even really that mean about it. In my opinion, you know, basically what they said was, uh, bigotry is alive in Brisbane today. Jesse wrote on Instagram with a video of the con confronting incident. This morning, a good friend of mine took her daughters along to children's story telling events by two gorgeous drag queens. When a screaming group of UQ University of Queensland's young libs stormed the event, causing chaos and distress to the children and everybody there. I'm absolutely furious. Our world is in need of love and healing, now more than ever. What they did today was adding to the bigotry, division, and trauma young children are left to face in today's society. 
Do you know what's not for kids? Deliberately distressing and terrifying children and their careers. Um, so anyway, uh, people were like, oh my God, you guys are responsible for killing these guys. The Veronicas. Are you happy now? Are you happy this guy committed suicide because you guys flamed him online? And of course, uh, I don't even want it out like this guy. I don't want to shit on him too bad because he did commit suicide, but he had a history of trying to go viral by opposing gay marriage in Australia, even though he was gay himself, you know, which is not amazing. And he had like really hot takes. Like when this person came out and they were explaining that uh, the fires that are ravaging Australia right now definitely were at least partially caused by the conditions um, set in place by global warming. Right. And so he chimed in, it's God's vengeance upon an unfaithful nation. Which, you know, it's, what a shithead thing to say. What kind of fucking God are you worshiping? Yeah, you're unfaithful. So I'm going to burn down the whole goddamn country and kill hundreds of millions of animals. Like, why would you worship a monster like that? So, like, not to shit him too hard, but he seemed like he was kind of a dick a little bit, in my opinion. You know, rest in peace and all that, but a little bit of a dick. So what happened is exactly what you would expect to happen, as uh, the egalitarian pointed out. I can't wait for people to claim Wilson Gavin's suicide was social media's fault. Wilson's problems went far deeper than that. Gay boys raised in deeply homophobic environments where they're forced to repress their true selves harms everyone in the end. Totally agree. But of course, conservatives took to Twitter to demand it was liberals' fault, the left's fault. Are you guys happy bullying this person till they kill themselves? And... This uh, George Christian's son. Christian has attacked anti-bullying programs and LGBTI services for years. He has never cared about LGBTI suicide. He only, he's only using Wilson Gavin's suicide as score points. Despicable behavior. And yep, these are the same people that bully trans people constantly online. They don't give a shit about bullying. They don't give a shit about dogpiling. They do exactly the same thing. But of course, they get a chance to use this to further their political narratives. They jump on it, right? He says, suicide happens when Twitter keyboard workers pile on an individual for a political protest. Twitter is broken. It's for ad hominem attacks and pylons, not real discourse. And it's aided and abetting by the media. I can't delete the media, but I'm deleting my Twitter account. Bye, uh, bye, Felicia. Later. I bet he doesn't, though. What if he really did that? Doubt it very seriously. And, uh, of course, Andy Nogo, immediately, Johnny on the spot to jump on this tragedy red meat for his audience to blame on the left head of australian conservative student group has taken his life after being the target of mass threats and harassment by left-wing activists wilson gavin was filmed storming into a drag queen story time event and shouting drag queens are not for kids and yep and just like that here comes fascist andy nogo to spread lies about harassment and death threats and to paint a target on the back of innocent members lgbt community that is this young man decided to attack. Actually tried to find people shitting on this guy to to show exactly what kind of uh, abuse he took. And I, I couldn't really find anything. And I'm sure people probably deleted their comments after he killed himself. And I'm sure there probably is somewhere out there that has this information. But I couldn't find it. So I don't really know how much shit he actually took. But as you can imagine, Andy Nogo's right-wing fan base. Fuck off. Is uh, all over it, blaming the left on this. Many of the left have excused their lynch mob behavior and are tempted to create an internalist homophobia narrative to deflect and avoid blame. Check out some of their replies. And, you know, just what you would expect from his fascist group of buddies. Goddamn Andy, no go. 
and uh, female hysteria. The alt-left harassed and bullied Wilson Gavin, a gay man, for opposing drag queen story time until he took his own life. They are directly responsible for his death. If this isn't a wake-up call, I don't know what is. I mean, it should be a wake-up call that if you don't want to be filmed and go viral, don't go barging in and protesting drag queen story hour when it's none of your fucking business, right? If you don't want your kids to have stories read to them by drag queens, don't take your kids to have stories read to them by drag queens. It seems pretty fucking simple. If somebody takes their kids to have stories to read to them by drag queens, it's none of your fucking business. But out, you know? I don't want you to kill yourself over it, but, you know, just butt the fuck out a little bit. And um, his aunt took to social media to ask people, stop now. Wilson Gavin has committed suicide. He was a very tormented young man and lost his way in life. He had a lovely heart. I am his auntie. And, you know, that's fair. His family's taken to Twitter and social media to talk to both sides about it. You know, stop using my nephew as your political pawn to push your narratives. He had problems, problems that probably much predated this incident. I'm sure this incident exasperated them, but, you know, it's everything working together. It wasn't just this incident, obviously, right? So I'm sorry to hear that he killed himself, but at the same time, like, folks, don't kill yourself over social media. It's not that big of a I mean, I, I hate to downplay because I know some people, it really is a big of a deal, you know? It really crushes their spirit, hurts their feelings, but... I took so much shit this week from fellow lefties for for my whole uh, kerfuffle with BreadTube. Um, but you just like log out for a little while. And then it's Twitter. Nobody gives a shit. It goes away, right? You just don't let it get to you like that. That's my advice. I know it's hard to do, right? So I guess I'll talk a little bit about the uh, kerfuffle I had with uh, BreadTube. Um, and, and like I said earlier, I think I said this in the pre-show, BreadTube is not my enemy. Like, I don't consider myself a part of BreadTube at all, because, like, I don't involve myself in communities like that anymore, because to me, they just turn into clicks that I don't want to be involved in. Um, it just gets annoying, right? But, like, they're mostly on my side. I mostly, you know, don't have a problem with them. But, like, I, I spend 99% of my time shitting on conservatives and Republicans, so... Occasionally, it's fun to like shit on your own side a little bit, call out what you perceive as hypocrisy a little bit. Um, and I did call out what I perceived as hypocrisy. I no longer feel that what I said was true. Um, basically, I called them out because uh, they claim to be really in support of fighting back against uh, class struggle and wealth inequality, you know, helping the poor and whatnot. At least. That's what I thought BreadTube was about. Um, and so I was kind of making fun of them that even though they claim to want to eat the rich, they funnel so much of their money to a very few top content creators, people who are making way more than they need to comfortably live, which is exasperating the, the class problems, right, and class struggle. Um, instead of funneling that money to poor content creators and spreading that money around, um, I, I think that it's more of a moral position to instead of paying someone who is very comfortable, who's making way more than they need to comfortably live on, you should filter that money to, you know, lower classes in order to, you know, balance out the uh, 
class inequality a bit, especially a group that seems like that would be part of their priority. Um, but it turns out that's not really something BreadTube is concerned with. I talked to several of them, like American Johnson, I think is his name, and, and they're basically like, no, nah, man, we don't care if lefties are rich. Like, you could be rich as a lefty. We don't care even if our main content creators make millions of years, make more than professional football players. The only thing we care about is that you don't get your money by exploiting labor. And uh, I, I don't agree with that. I'm going to explain why I don't agree with that. But um, I'm not opposed to, damn, I knew I was a dirty commie. But I just learned that I am to the left of BreadTube. And a lot of people are saying you're not to the left of Dusty. The position of believing that people who live very, very comfortably should donate their excess to poor people to help alleviate class struggle and wealth inequality is not really a position we hold at BreadTube. We don't give a shit if people are rich. Like I said, as long as they don't make their money by exploiting labor. Um, so anyway... I actually think this is a is immoral to become rich in a society with so much wealth inequality because, but it seems like most of BreadTube disagrees. Interesting. And, like, I got shit on so hard for my opinion. Like, two or three days of people just calling me retarded. And uh, I'm only saying that word retarded because that's what they called me. That's not something I would use to call anybody else because it's ableist, right? Um and insinuating that I'm a hypocrite and something's wrong with me for my beliefs. And it wasn't everybody who was commenting to me that was being mean, obviously. There were plenty of people out there who were trying to engage me in good faith and give their opinions and whatnot. But like every time I would talk to somebody, I would try to comment to somebody who was engaging me in good faith, it would be jumped on by mobs of people calling me names and shit. And man, you know, at first I was like, this really hurts my feelings. Why are all these people being so mean to me? And then I thought to myself, oh yeah, it's because you're talking mad shit to everybody. The fuck do you expect, dude? It's exactly what's going to happen when you talk mad shit to people. They're going to fucking jump on you, right? And, you know, people vehemently disagree with me. And oftentimes people disagree with you on Twitter. They're not going to disagree politely. They're going to call you names. So, like, I just logged out of Twitter and try to make jokes about it and whatnot. It's really not that big of a deal. Like, ultimately, nobody gives a shit, right? It has no effect on my life, really. And they'll get over it. And if they don't get over it, who gives a shit, right? No big deal. Definitely not going to kill myself over it or worry about it too much. But I'm going to try to explain my position a little better on why I think it is immoral for people to earn much more money than they comfortably need to live. Um, I didn't pull up the fucking study. But people are like, well, what do you think is comfortable, Dusty? And I, I think I'm being totally fucking reasonable here. They've done studies to show what most Americans need to live comfortably. Um, and over that amount, the studies show, doesn't seem to provide very much happiness. And that amount is somewhere between $70,000 to $95,000. So I'm like, okay, well, how about $100,000? That seems like $100,000 after expenses seems like plenty for anybody to live comfortably. And I think it's moral in a society with so much fucking poverty, with so much suffering going on out there, that you have a moral imperative to share your surplus with those who are needy, right? I, I don't see how this is a very controversial position, but it was. In BreadTube, it seems like me saying this was a controversial position. Um, I think you have what I call a personal responsibility to share your excess with the poor. Um, and... I think a good illustration of that is what was said by, um, I guess, Felix 
Biederman. Like, I'm not real familiar with uh, Chapo Trap House, but apparently this guy is from Chapo Trap House. And he had an interesting take on it, and I thought I would play his take for you guys. Here we go. Load, motherfucker. Do it. You can do it. Load. Right. But And also, like, I think that money does have this entrancing power to people that's very real. I, I feel like people come into, like, seven, eight-figure sums, and it completely rewires their brain. Because so much of your most people's lives is like, am I going to have enough money to do this? Am I going to have money? Then you get to the point where it's like, I don't have to think about those things anymore. And that's what they call, that's like the $80,000 threshold for like a single person where you don't have to worry about the things that you did. And then you go higher and higher. And unless you have like a break where you're like, okay, it's like kind of absurd. If I don't have kids, if I don't have a wife, if uh, my family doesn't need this, it's absurd for me to keep all this. I should give a lot of this away. Right. <clears throat> you spend more time rationalizing why you should have it. And it makes you disconnect from people because for people that are like extremely into the logical vision of the world, there is nothing logical about someone having, you know, fucking $50 million. Well, it's that's the best it's like fucking, fucking obscene. That, now you're talking about fucking communism, dude. But that's, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> if you listen to him talk like a few years ago, like he's like, no, he would, he would very say, reasonable, yeah, it's, but it's, it's money. Money, like makes, you, money makes you crazy. Ditches. Like he's he should make Joe fucking Rogan money. Yeah. Money makes you fucking crazy because you either separate yourself like past a certain point or you spend more and more and more time rationalizing why you should have it. And the only way you can rationalize why you should have it is both that everyone and everything in the world is like a problem, an existential problem, and that you are so much better than everyone. So I read, I read a, I, there was a piece that came out, oh man, it's a while ago now, but it was like the economic, part of like, it was uh, by the same guy who actually wrote Emotional Intelligence. And he was saying, and it, no, he's like, it's actually studied that even on like a really basic level that all of these social interactions that humans need to cultivate in themselves, if they have, if they're anywhere on the spectrum from, you know, like, I mean, seriously economically deprived, like I was growing up or even just like middle-class, you have like a situation where, Oh shit, I need to stay later at work. My neighbor needs to like, uh, you know, my, my kid needs to go over to my neighbor's house and like play with their kids and whatever. So you need to have like a relationship with your neighbor, not just like out of self-interest. Right, right. You just literally need to constantly be relating to other people right. because you live in a socially embedded way. And then when money cancels all of that, they were doing the research in the piece was like literally like down to the level of like, you don't need to read other people's facial expressions in the same Ex way. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to cue into like any type of proper protocol for being human because you can just fucking bypass all of it. And he's absolutely right here. There's lots of problems with the class system. Uh, probably with bread too, but a lot of people are talking about, they look at the, the class system only through the 160-year-old Marxist viewpoint. where, And they even reduce it to where there's only really two classes, right? You're either... Uh, the bourgeoisie or the proletariat, you're either somebody that makes their money by exploiting labor or you're not. And in their model of class, somebody that makes $10 million a year, as long as they didn't exploit labor, is in the same exact class as a homeless person, which is insane, right? But there are so many... Um, I should have pulled this up earlier. There are so many more modern... Models of class system in America. What did I type 
class system in America. Yeah, should, social class in the United States. Um, in the 160 years since Marxist ideas came out, you know, sociologists have created much more modern models based off economic data we have now, and there, there's there's a bunch of them. Um, I'll show you a few of my favorites here. Let's scroll down. Here we go. Like Dennis Gilbert's is one of the most popular one, uh, the Gilbert model. Uh, there's, I think, six or seven different classes. The capitalist class, the top 1%, which is, uh, it's like $400,000 a year. And there are a couple bread tube celebrities, the people at the top, who do appear to be making an annual income that puts them in the top 1%. Um, so it's the capitalist class and the upper middle class, highly educated, often with graduate degrees, most commonly salaried. Um, and, and this is a, this is another model, the William Thompson Joseph Hickey model. It says $100,000 $100, for this particular class. This 15%, and a lot of people, especially in bread too, they think that it's only right to call out the super rich, the billionaire class. But then there's another subset of people, like myself, who thinks the upper middle class is also a large part of the problem that should also be encouraged and critiqued into giving more of their money away because there's a huge amount of money caught up in the upper middle class. There's a huge amount of money, obviously, in the billionaire class, but then there's a huge percentage of it in the upper middle class. And there's way many, way more upper middle class people than there are billionaires, right? And so as far as uh, the class dynamics work, in a way, the upper middle class, since they make up more of that class, um, they, they, they exacerbate that in, in certain ways, even more than billionaire class. So they deserve critiques, in my opinion. Um, and then there's the lower middle class, the working class, uh, the working poor, and the underclass. So there's lots of other different class models other than the Marxist class models. And, you know, they're, they're more modern. And, and, I, and so when I was talking about class and how money puts you in a different class, and people were like, no, Dusty, there's only two classes. You can be a millionaire and still be in the same class as the really, really poor. And I'm like, eh, no, no, not really. Not according to the, the, the modern model. So, like, I, I support especially people who claim that they're more interested in tackling these class problems to lead by example and to encourage other people that are on their side to donate more of their surplus. And so that's basically the whole point I was making. And, uh, I read an interesting article that basically sums up pretty much everything I was trying to talk about. This is from Current Affairs from, from six years ago, from actually two years ago, not three years ago now. I won't read the whole thing, but um, let me scroll down here and find where I want to start reading. Anyway, I guess I won't go into the whole thing, but basically it's about how uh, it's immoral to have a certain amount of money and how like all sides, even the uh, socialists seem to be fighting against the idea that we should encourage the wealthy to donate more of their money and their more resources due to like take personal responsibility upon yourself. Like, yes, we want to change the system. Obviously, we want to change the system, but the system's not changing anytime soon. It's changing very slowly. In the meantime, we can alleviate a lot of the suffering that's going on with wealth inequality by encouraging the rich to give all of their surplus. And, and, not, and when I say the rich, I mean upper middle class and above, not just the billionaire class. Give all of their surplus to the lower classes in order to try to alleviate this uh, wealth inequality a bit. 
And uh, a lot of socialists pushed back against that idea. And they were doing that on my Twitter, but basically saying, no, if we do that, if we insist people take personal responsibility to take care of the poor, that, that'll make the system change slower. And like, until the system changes, it doesn't really matter. Nothing's ever going to really change if we change the system. So by, by pushing for people to be personally responsible and taking care of the poor, that actually makes things change slower. And that's bad. And that's what an, uh, one of the points this article brought up that I thought was really good. And yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So anyway, that was just my whole position about that. Uh, I don't think it was very uh, controversial or unreasonable, but I did take a lot of pushback from a lot of people about that. And I will be talking to some of them, uh, like I said earlier, the serfs and uh, American Johnson. I think that's his name. What a name, American Johnson. I wish that was my fucking name. But about this, and I'm sure they'll come here and own me. About my misrepresentations of bread tube. Looking forward to that. Let me check the uh, super chats real quick. Hey, Dusty. I'm at work right now, but I can't wait to catch the show after take my damn money. I will. Thank you, Judge Jordanson. Yo, $10. I will take the shit out of it. Appreciate that. Zelda Gigafan. $5. Don't let it get to you. A better message for those who already suffer from mental health issues would be to not expose yourself as much online. Yeah, like both. I think if you suffer from those type of issues don't like put yourself in positions where you're going to go out and be caught on viral video you have to kind of know that's going to happen if you do that so i don't suggest that but also yeah just log out like for a couple days like sometimes i get bombed by people i've spoke about this before like when she on heads fan she on head would shit on me or dunk on me or whatever and then her fans would come in by the thousands and shit on me like you just log out for a couple days and then it, it goes away eventually, right? Because nobody really gives a shit. So anyway, thank you for that. Beast Nation does not $10. Damn, Gavin's body isn't even cold and they're already politicizing his death. Hey, that's what gun nuts love to say after mass shooting. Sorry, Gavin was actually the one doing the bullying. I mean, they were doing the bullying. They knew the entire purpose of doing that was to go make fun of drag queens and make drag queens feel bad. And they knew this video was going to go viral, I'm sure. Um, and they knew it would be used to pile on to drag queens and oh my god they shouldn't be talking to children they're pedophiles they're trying to groom children that's what they always say and he knew that was going to happen so i mean kind of got to be careful with that kind of thing right horror mistress five dollars the same people outraged about his suicide probably like to complain about being triggered by words are you triggered are you triggered that's what they always do hypocrisy thank you for that break about Oh nine four, I do feel bad for this dude, but it ha it's hard to express it when he spent so much time and energy hating himself. Yeah, like you feel bad. Like obviously he had internal problems that you can imagine. I don't suggest that you be conservative in gay because the conservative ideology is against your lifestyle. It normally considers it sinful. Something you're going to burn in hell for eternity for, especially if you're religious. So doesn't seem like that's very good for your psyche to think just the way you were born is going to make you tortured forever. That seems, you know, like that probably played a huge role in it to me. No psychologist, but that's what I would think. Um, got one more just popped up. Joshua Gonzalez. What's up, Joshua Gonzalez? 99. Thank you for that. Very, very generous. Nobody should get money for free. We all have to work in life to gain middle or upper class. When you give money to people, they get spoiled and lazy and don't want to work. I mean, that seems ridiculous. Like, I don't, I try not to talk about my charity too much because you know when you it, it, it's not for recognition i mean i do talk about my uh animal sanctuary because i have to earn money from animal sanctuary i have to take donations but the other stuff i do i don't really talk about 
because there's no reason to talk about that. There's no reason to brag about the nice things you've done for people. And uh, also, when you do that, it makes people actually like you less. It makes them think that you're just moralizing and virtue signaling. And but uh, like saying nobody should get money for free. Like just for for example, my aunt Susie. I, I made a video about her a while back about my favorite aunt sent me a nasty email. You guys might remember that one. Or when I became an atheist and was doing online videos, she like wrote me this real long, nasty email, just shitting on me so hard. Well, anyway, she got in financial straits and basically became homeless. Um, and she has a, uh, a son, Justin, who is incredibly severely autistic, like so autistic he can't, he can't feed himself. She has to feed him. He can't talk. He's uh, 35 years old, and he wears a diaper. You know, he, like, will reach in his diaper, and he'll smear the feces all over the walls, and he's just like, that's like how he is all day long, you know? And so I could have left them homeless on the streets because and waited for the system to change. Yeah, let's just wait for the system to change. Let's not help them. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I bought them an RV to live in, and they live in that RV right now, you know, rent-free because I couldn't let them be homeless obviously right so saying oh you shouldn't give people money you shouldn't help people that just that seems very cruel like if you have it in you whatsoever to help your fellow man with all this suffering going on right now why would you not do that you have a moral imperative to do that so thank you for your money but i definitely disagree with that i think you have to do what you can to help people as much as you possibly can and to alleviate as much of the suffering in society as you can you know that's just my opinion on it which I don't think is a very controversial opinion, but for some reason it seems like a controversial opinion to some people, which is strange. Let me check the regular chat. Uh, they are not lazy. I know, right? Just because like you fell on hard times doesn't mean you're lazy. You know, I know people that work their fucking ass off that still can't get ahead. It just happens. It's part of the system. Uh, tax the fuck out of the churches, problem solved. I know, right? That'd be nice, but it'll never happen. I mean, that's why the evangelicals love Trump so much because he knows that he's, they know he's never going to come after them. They know they can do anything. He's their boy. So obviously they're going to support him incredibly. So now we're going to talk about Boy George. You guys remember Boy George? Boy George was like famous back in the 80s. He had this song, uh, I think it went, I'm, 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 I'm a comedian. I tell bad jokes. I tell bad jokes. I think that was it. I don't really remember. But anyway, he went full on transphobe for some reason. I don't really know fucking why, man. I think, like, m my opinion is he probably saw, like, ContraPoints getting canceled. And then after ContraPoints got canceled, she gained 2,000 or 2,600, something like that new patrons, you know, at least somewhere, but probably, this is a guesstimate, probably somewhere between 12 to 20 extra thousand dollars a month. No, a, potentially a couple extra hundred thousand dollars a year after being canceled. So I think a lot of these people are seeing how lucrative it is to be canceled nowadays, because that is like, the, it's like the new sex tape being canceled. Um, I think that's what Ricky Gervais is starting, trying to do, and you know, all these like comedians are trying to jump on this bandwagon, because it's very, very financially rewarding. So I think that might be part of why he's doing this. I don't know, like, because I'm not his head. Uh, maybe he's just a fucking boomer who uh, has outdated views on things. But anyway, he started out by saying, leave your pronouns at the door. And uh-oh, uh-oh, not good. Going to enrage the Twitter mob. Seems like exactly what he's trying to do. And the people were like, uh, 
do you know what the fuck pronouns are? And he responded, a modern form of attention seeking. Fucking boy George. Gonna that goddamn criticize people for attention seeking. And I was like, yeah, you know, boy George is popular when I was a kid. This is exactly the same thing they said about him. Like, look at that degenerate. He's only pretending to be a girl for attention. He's only dressing like that for attention. That's exactly what they said about him. What the fuck, boy George? Just disappointing. And then uh, people were like questioning him. What does it take to show others respect by using their preferred pronouns? I would not use your name. So why would I not use your preferred pronouns? People are too quick to criticize others' lifestyles and identities. If people want attention, there's usually a reason. Ask them. And he's like, thanks for that, but I have eyes and can mostly describe what I see. In other, way, in other words, if you don't pass enough, he'll just call you whatever you look like. You don't have to respect whatever pronouns you want. Fucking Boy George saying this. Like, dude, literally called himself Boy George because he looked like a girl, but he wanted people to know that he was a boy. He wanted them to know what his pronouns were. It's exactly why the fuck he did that, right? What the hell, boy George? Crazy. And then he started like retweeting full out transphobic contents. People agreeing with him, saying it's not transphobia. Actually, it demonstrates a lack of fear and a desire to assist the delusional person with powerful information and empowerment via exposure to reality. Yeah, this is their excuse for, you know, not calling you by your preferred pronoun. I don't have to call you that because you're delusional. I'm helping you by being a fucking dick to you for no reason. And then he retweeted it and he responded, the hunter gets captured by the game irony. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like, boy George is on some next level drugs or some shit because, like, I, I can't decipher that. But I didn't know he retweeted it and it didn't go well for him. And, uh, then he said, well, this person said, as much as I love you, that does sound quite ridiculous. And he says, you must refer to me as Napoleon. And that's as ridiculous as it gets. Like, literally, he's 10 seconds away from making an attack helicopter joke. You know, you don't call me Napoleon. I can identify as Napoleon. You're going to call me that. It's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Not the same thing. Boy George, gay icon. What the absolute hell? And then. He starts retweeting Graham Lineman, who is one of the most famous transphobes on the internet. The guy, I think it was the co-writer of the show, The IT Crowd, um, and like is famously known for being a transphobe, right? And uh, he says, beard and then cheese. Like, I don't even know what the fuck this interaction is between the two, but I do know Boy George is retweeting him for some reason, I guess, because, you know, he's on his side in this issue. He's jumping, obviously, a transphobe is going to jump in and kind of try to be buddy-buddy with another person that uh, seems to be transphobic. Form their own little cliques. That's what they always fucking do. And uh, unsurprisingly, after Boy George came out and told his audience you don't have to actually respect the pronouns of trans and non-binary people, he suddenly became the new darling of the far right. That's right. Uh, all right this has already showed you this. As this transphobic comment, and then Breitbart immediately, singer boy George to woke Twitter mob, leave your pronouns at the door, woke Twitter mob. And they're like, Yeah, you go, boy George. You tell the most marginalized class in society, the most demonized class, the one that needs probably the most support. You tell them, boy. You tell them that they should shut the fuck up with their pronouns. And oops, close that a little too quickly there. 
and uh, Clash Daily, which is another conservative outlet. Gay icon Boy George angers woke scolds by making fun of the pronoun police. Like, I get so tired of hearing these uh, left-wing shitlords use terms like woke scolds. Why are you guys using the rights language? You're just helping them by doing that. I mean, I know this dirtbag left is trying to be edgy to get the kids. We're so edgy. Look how edgy we are. But it's just cringe to me. Fuck all that shit. And, uh, of course, Paul Joseph Watson jumping on it. Boy George calls gender pronouns a modern form of attention-seeking. He's not wrong. And of course, all of Paul Joseph Watson's audience jumping on it. Yeah, you go, Boy George. All these chuds suddenly love Boy George. The same exact people who have been shitting on him his entire life. Suddenly love him. Because he's coming out against trans people. Exactly what you would have fucking expect from these goddamn disgusting human individuals. And uh, then, then he starts saying dumb shit. Like, boy, George. Oh, no, that's, that's uh, the whole thread for Paul Joseph Watson. And, uh, of course, his chuds are like, you know, I really respect that coming from him. He's always been, hey, I'm a dude that dresses like a lady. Hate me or love me. It's up to you. And I agree. However, I'm convinced that this is some sort of ironic tesseract because boy, George is the very definition of attention-seeking. I mean, I agree with that last part. Um, He's totally correct. I commend him for calling out this nonsense, but I'm sure he will pay for it from the vindictive radical left. Yeah, he'll be canceled, right? Boy, George definitely going to be canceled, followed by his most lucrative year in decades. Guarantee you that's what's going to happen. Guarantee you his sales of albums have increased right now from all these people supporting him. Um, not albums, because that doesn't even exist anymore, but, you know, his uh, MP3s on iTunes or whatever. He'll be making that bank because that's what always happens when you get canceled, right? And, uh, but then he started saying stupid shit like this that don't even make any sense. I used boy because I look like a girl. It's more an act of misinformation than a pronoun. How is letting people know that you're a boy when you are a boy an act of misinformation? Wouldn't that be an act of information? Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Obviously, we know why you called yourself boy george is because you wanted people to know that you were a boy right just fucking stupid then he starts attacking vegans oh hell no what kind of vegan pops into a burger chain a pretend vegan fuck you boy george you know sometimes we're out fucking in public and somebody wants to eat fast food and so we're like okay well the only option to eat vegan or vegetarian is like burger king and possible whopper let's take that fucking solution right it's the moral thing to do. Why are you fucking shitting on us, boy, George? Like, if I already didn't like you, I definitely don't fucking like you now because of that bullshit. Come on, dude. And, uh... Somebody pointed out that apparently he's been a slime ball for a long time. He, uh, he got 15 months in prison because apparently he, uh, locked up some gay model that refused to have sex with him. And uh, he was ordered to like 15 months in prison. And he didn't even apologize for it or anything. He was just like, eh, I was on drugs. I'm not fucking apologizing for that shit. Uh, you know, it was the drugs. Don't blame me. Blame the fucking drugs. So anyway, sort of a shithead in my opinion. Although like, I doubt Boy George is that transphobic or anything. I, like, I have no idea. Just disappointing in my opinion coming from him though. And anyway, let's see what you guys have to say about the Boy George. Huge fan of the Boy George. Is he right? Should you leave your pronouns at the door? Or is he just being a fucking cockhead? He's attacking the vegan burger too. I know, right? Hate to see that shit. 
I used to like, I like Boy George too, man. I like that Karma Chameleon song. Listen to that all the time. And, and like, I remember growing up, I remember being at church one time and the preacher was like ragging on Boy George. And he was like, and you got this degenerate Boy George out there singing a song. Do you really want to hurt me? And the preacher looked at the audience and said, yes. Like, just fucking evil as shit, Boy George. It's exactly the people who've been shitting on you for years. Why are you teaming up? Uh, like, Boy George is pretty famous for a more feminine presentation. Pretty shitty of him. Yeah, he has a song. Uh, she was never a he. That seems very positive towards the trans community. So, I don't know. Just disappointing. What you guys get? Cut the dusty. Cover Bernie versus Warren. We're going to get to it. We're only 53 minutes into the show. We still got another hour to go. We're going to get there. Relax. It's long-form content. The drugs aren't an excuse he uses. I know, right? I mean, it, it can be like a part of an excuse, but you do have to take personal responsibility at some point. Um, all right. Let's check the Super Chats before we move on with the show. Super Chats. Boy George doing exactly what Caitlyn did. Shaking my head. I know, throwing your what seems like your own side under the bus. I can only assume he's doing it for money. Maybe not. Maybe he's just a boomer. I have no idea. Thank you for that. Um, all right. That's all the Super Chats. More Super Chats, please, as we continue on the show. Please support the show if you're able to. Next up, we're going to talk about Ricky Gervais a little bit. Ricky Gervais spent like last week trying to cover his ass because so many people were pointing out to them. Uh, to him, how he had become a new conservative darling. And so he was like, how the fuck can teasing huge corporations and the richest, most privileged people in the world be considered right-wing? And I was like, okay, well, I'll explain this to you. Um, first off, conservatives see Hollywood as the liberal elite, who are among their greatest perceived enemies, and you were giving an opportunity to be put in front of these people and to roast them. Therefore, conservatives view that as you attacking their enemies. So they especially loved it, and they spread it, right? And uh, and it's also because uh, celebrities have huge platforms where people listen to them, and they have the ability to make social change, and right-wingers want to maintain the status quo. So when you tell those who have the power to change it to shut up, it greatly appeals to right-wingers, right? And thirdly, on top of this, your recent battles online with the trans community have been noticed by many of the conservative online influencers who view you as fighting back against the social justice warriors. And so many of them now consider you sort of an ally, which makes them quicker to share anything you do that seems to shit on the left. Now, these three things combined are why you're suddenly so popular with the conservative community. Very easy to understand, Ricky Gervais. I think you really know. I think this is more of a rhetorical question to try to deflect criticism. But uh, And, of course, m most of the comments were for com from conservatives kissing his ass, as you would imagine. You know, that's He seems to be kind of embracing that a little bit. I, I'm not saying that Ricky Gervais is a conservative. I don't think he is. Like I think politically he is more left-wing, but I think he is more than willing to get in bed with these people because they kiss his ass and his ego loves that fucking attention and admiration. I think that's what it boils down to a lot. And then he went on to say this genius take. Number one, simply pointing out whether someone is left or right-wing isn't a winning argument or isn't winning the argument. And I said, well, who claimed it was? It's a piece of a larger argument. It wasn't saying just because conservatives love you suddenly that we've won the argument. It's explaining, like I just did, why they love you so much right now, right? Number two, if a joke is good enough, 
It could be enjoyed by anyone. Yeah, obviously, no one's saying otherwise. But if you become a conservative hero over your jokes, there's a reason. And it's fair to analyze those reasons, right? Yeah. And he's like, it's not all about you. No, Ricky, it's all about you, isn't it? You and your giant fucking ego, man. And number four, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Like, literally, who has ever made this claim? I'm offended, therefore I'm right. It doesn't mean you're wrong either. You know, you can be offended and right. It has no bearing on whether you're right or wrong either way. So anyway, it's just silly. Silly arguments, but he got like a billion, 416,000 likes for these fucking hot takes. He's really cashing in on all this stuff. Kind of admire it. Like he, don't you have enough money? You like got $150 million. Doesn't it ever get enough? But it doesn't seem like it. But of course, the right-wing blogosphere jumping on it with their nuclear hot takes. Ricky Gervais nuked Hollywood liberal elites from orbit. Liberal millionaire Tim Pool, so liberal, celebrating the nuking of Hollywood liberals. It was like literally the exact same thing they always do. On all these award shows, they come out and they fucking roast celebrities a little bit. It was nothing special. Just crazy how they always have to try to pull wins out of thin air. The quartering. Ricky Gervais demolishes Hollywood hypocrites. Oh, they're so demolished. Look at Tom Hanks making a slight face. Good Lord, how demolished Tom Fuck you, Tom Hanks. It's about time Tom Hanks got his comeuppance. Fucking asshole Tom Hanks. Like, what the fuck? Tom Hanks like the nicest person in the fucking world. How is Tom Hanks a Hollywood hypocrite? Ricky Gervais. Flamethrowers, the Hollywood elite, 202K views. Like, it's just all the same shit. They're just churning out all the goddamn same exact reactionary bullshit. And they're making fucking bank. It's like conservatives never get tired of hearing the same old shit. They never get tired of having their dick sucked by this bullshit over and over again. Love to see it. Love to make fun of it. Did you guys hear about this? Apparently, Elon Musk and his strange girlfriend, Grimes having a baby that she decided to announce with this picture okay there's her boobs and apparently some sort of alien symbiote in her belly she posted that and she's like uh somebody said love how you don't even censor the nipples sis she looked great and she says i thought about censoring them for a hot minute ha 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 this may get taken down anyway but the photo is so much less feral without the nipples plus being knocked up is a very feral and warlike state of being. Might as well be what it is. Plus, most of my friends told me not to post them, so then I was afflicted with reverse psychology, interrogated my shame on it, interrogated my shame on it, and decided it was some weird internalized self-hatred to feel uncomfortable about my body. Hope you're having a nice day. Perfect. Yep, so obviously, um, the internet had some bit of fun with this, right? As you would expect them to do. They're like, Grimes child exiting the womb at 4 a.m. Yeah. Terrifying. Whatever this crazy baby that's going to come out of Elon Musk and Grimes. Sexual intercourse. That's what it's going to look like, isn't it? Scary as fuck. And other people made similar jokes. Click, motherfucker. Is this Elon Musk and Grimes child? Yeah, that's probably what it's going to look like. Something like that. Something out of the nightmare before Christmas. Grimes and I must taking the baby for a walk. It's just getting mean at this point. I'm sure it's going to be a lovely child. Like, I might not be the biggest fan of Elon Musk because he's a billionaire. 
who seems to lack a bit of self-awareness. But at the same time, it's just mean, but also sort of humorous. Um, Grind to the almost baby! Oh, it's cute. Sort of cute in a way, I guess. In a terrifying way. But anyway, so uh, then Elon Musk went public and started dancing. Yeah! Let's see Elon Musk dance. Whoa, you go, Elon Musk. Let's dance, boy. Show your moves. Oh, my God. No. What? No, Elon Musk. No. Never dance again, Elon Musk. Is his go-to dance move really the walk like the Egyptian from the 80s? He's going all bangles on us. He's going fucking old school. Holy sh- Like, what is this, Elon? Come on. You're a billionaire. Take some dance lessons. Absolutely no rhythm whatsoever. I guess you can't buy rhythm. Cringe as fuck. Embarrassing a little bit. But also funny. And then uh, then he went public and he said that his favorite movie of 2019 was Parasite. A movie whose entire point is to criticize the capitalistic system and to demonize the rich. Absolutely no fucking self-awareness whatsoever. Did you even understand the meaning of the movie? How desperate the poor become to even make ends meet while the rich live in the lap of luxury? That was the whole point of the film. What the fuck, Elon Musk? What the fuck? Anyway. Love to see it. Hopefully he will buy some self-awareness and some dance lessons. Stat! Did you guys hear about this one? Remember, I covered this story, and actually, I think I was on the right side of the story. Took a lot of shit from the left for not coming out on the side the left was coming on. But, uh, smug bastard, this kid settled out of court with CNN who smeared the shit out of him for standing in front of this Indian guy. And, like, I I covered it, folks. Like, they were kind of making fun of him a bit. But, in my opinion, I know it's controversial because, like, the left-wing opinion was this kid is the biggest shithead in the world and this brave Indian was standing up to these kids. But, like, when you watch the video, that's not really what happened. I mean, the bad guys in this scenario were the uh, black Israelites who were yelling homophobic slurs and stuff at these kids. And instead of challenging the people that were actually causing the problems, the Indian walked around the stairs that were completely empty where he could have gotten right up to the top like he claimed he was going to. And he got it right in this kid's face and started beating a drum in his face. And so CNN tried to destroy these kids. So CNN got sued, had to settle their fucking lawsuit. So I don't know, maybe you should not be so... I was going to say reactionary, but I'm using the word reactionary in a wrong way. You should not be so knee-jerk with these things, CNN. Don't jump on the narrative, in my opinion. Anyway, about to cover the Trump shit. I guess I'll go ahead and cover the Trump shit. Time to, all right, got plenty of time for this. Let's talk about the World War III. So last time, where we left off with World War III was uh, Trump decided to assassinate unilaterally the most popular general in Iran who was basically the equivalent to their vice president. I'm not saying he was the vice president. I'm saying he was the equivalent of their vice president. He was like the second in charge there. And Trump was like, yeah, let's just murder that guy, right? Who cares if World War III starts, right? So, and the reason he said he did it was, we have fucking information that he was about to attack U.S. embassies. They were about to murder United States citizens. And uh, so, uh, his own secretary of state went public and said, um, 
We don't know when, we don't know where, but we know he was imminently going to attack people. Yeah, it's going to happen any second now, even though we don't have any information about where or when it's going to happen. Trust us, folks. Trust us. Any second now, he was going to do it. So it's basically the exact same thing they did. They were doing with the Iraq war, wagging the dog and just making up information to try to justify what they were doing. And even the Secretary of Defense, this is the fucking Secretary of Defense admitting that he saw no information personally that they were imminently going to attack anybody, but he just believes Trump. Trump didn't tell him or provide him with this information, even though he's the fucking Secretary of Defense. But trust us, it's all real, folks. Why was well, there a difference? What the president said was he believed that it probably and could have been attacks against additional embassies. I shared that view. I know other members of the national security team shared that view. That's why I deployed thousands of American paratroopers to the Middle East to reinforce our embassy in Baghdad and other sites throughout the region. Probably and could have been. That is, that sounds more like an assessment than a specific tangible threat with a, a decisive piece of intelligence. Well, the president didn't say it was a tangible, uh, he didn't cite a specific piece of evidence. What he said is he probably, he believed. Are you saying there wasn't been. one? I didn't see one with regard to four embassies. What I'm saying is I share the president's view that probably my expectation was they were gonna go after our embassies. The embassies, the yeah, we didn't have any information they're actually going to do it, but we just believe they might. Who knows? So let's just murder this guy and potentially South World War III. Who cares, right? It's kooky. We're just kooky nuts here at the White House. Gotta love Trump's America, right? And so, of course, like, the response from Iranians was heartbreaking. There were a lot of different responses I can show you, but this was, you know, one of the most ones that hit me in the feels a little bit. Let's have a look at this uh, very emotional Iranian person. Yeah, because they're unilaterally killing your heads of state. They're like, what are we supposed to do about it? You're murdering some of the most... And I know a lot of people in Iran did not like that general, but he was very much loved by a huge section of the population. It's kind of like any politician in this country. Have the population's going to hate him, have the population's going to love him. But what are they supposed to do, right? If they attack Americans back, it's going to end up with them probably getting nuked by this psycho in the White House. So what are they fucking supposed to do, right? And uh, it's like Steve Ketchum says, The bedrock premise of American political culture is that the U.S. can go anywhere on Earth and kill as many people as we want, and it's fundamentally illegitimate for anyone to fight back exactly what it is. We can invade your country. We can kill hundreds of thousands of civilians. But if you decide to fight back, you're terrorists. And we can fucking nuke you at the airport. And it's fine. We can just label anybody a terrorist, all right? But you know, that's what a bully mentality is. That's just more proof that we are not a great country in any way. So, uh, next thing you know, Iran is fucking firing missiles at U.S. military bases. Yeah, some crazy shit, right? Fucking firing missiles. And so we're all like, oh my God, World War III's fucking started. Even I was like that. Holy shit, man. They're gonna fucking, they're already attacking U.S. military bases with missiles. This is horrible. But apparently, it, it seems like they might have given the United States a heads up. I'm not 100% sure on that, but that was like the, 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 the scuttlebutt. Because they didn't actually want any Americans to be killed. And so they, uh, most of the missiles, I think, landed like in the middle of the desert or something. So basically, it seems like Iran was just doing this to try to 
be able to tell their people, hey, we didn't lay down and took this. We actually did something. We bombed their bases. And I think they claimed they killed 30 American soldiers or something, which they didn't, apparently. Um, but they can sell it with their state-run media. Their people are like, yeah, see, we fought back. We just didn't lay down as they killed our top general. We did something, but they didn't really want to kill Americans because they knew it would just escalate the war and whatnot. So they had to do something without actually doing anything, which is, you know, good. It's good that World War III is not starting and we're not going to spend trillions of dollars on endless wars. That's fucking terrific in, in my book. So, uh, of course, God damn it, the dumbest motherfucker on the planet, Donald Trump, after missiles were shot at U.S. bases, goes public and is like, all is well, yeah! Iran just launched missiles at U.S. military bases. It's cool, dudes, all is well. Missiles launched from Iran in the military base. Look at it in Iraq. Assessment of casualties damage taking place now. It's cool, don't worry about it. So, and I guess maybe he was right. Maybe all is well, because it did seem like there was a de-escalation. It seems like Trump decided to take this opportunity not to escalate things, which is good. Like, I, I'm not going to give him too much credit because he's the one that escalated in the first place. It's like if you kick a puppy and then you stop kicking the puppy, you don't get credit for stopping and kicking the puppy. You shouldn't have kicked the puppy to begin with, but it's good to stop. But, so then what the fuck, the next thing happened, I ran. They, they, they had the opportunity to at least, I don't know if you want to call it sympathy, but... Take a little bit of goodwill that they're trying to sort of de-escalate things a little bit, even though we murdered their number two in charge. So what do these stupid motherfuckers do? They accidentally shoot down a commercial plane and kill hundreds of people. Here's a video of them shooting a missile at a commercial plane. They killed a bunch of Canadians, a bunch of Iraqi citizens and shit. I guess they're on high alert because of the situation with America. And so they accidentally did this shit. But good Lord, way to fuck yourself, Iran. It's the dumbest motherfuckers on earth. It's like Trump is one of the dumbest motherfuckers on earth. These motherfuckers are the dumbest motherfuckers on earth. And you just have them warring against each other. So fucking depressing and stupid. So uh, then the president went public and gave a speech. And oh my, what a speech it is. It was such a speech. People were accusing him of being on drugs. Let's have a listen to just a little bit of the speech. Uh, that later would be called one of the most important speeches in the history of the world by other Republicans. Your campaign of terror, murder, mayhem will not be tolerated any longer. Tolerated. These historic accomplishment shades are strategic priorities. These are accomplishment shades. These historic accomplishment shades our strategic priorities. So it's just an embarrassing mess where the dude can barely even speak English. He can barely get words out and form coherent sentences, even when he's reading off teleprompters, right? And uh, people were suggesting that he was on drugs, perhaps sniffing Adderall. I think Sniffy McAdderall went viral because of clips like this were showing that he sniffed like 58 during different times during the speech. <laughs> Terrorist. So anyway, you get the point. Sniffing like a motherfucker. What is up with him? I got a cold right now, and I'm not even sniffing as much as this motherfucker. 
just such a national embarrassment in every way you could be a national embarrassment. So, of course, Lindsey Graham goes public and says, this speech was historic. This speech was as important as Reagan's speech to Germany to tear down that wall. But here's the good news. The president made a very bold decision today to allow things to calm down. This speech will be talked about long after his second term. This is on par with tear down this wall, Mr. Gorbachev. This is resetting the relationship between the world and Iran, just not the United just States. So bizarre. The state-run propaganda media, would, they would just say anything, no matter how embarrassing and ridiculous. It's the best thing ever. He's better than Lincoln. And, uh, and, of course, Trump goes public after this, and he says, To the brave, long-suffering people of Iran, I've stood with you since the beginning of my presidency. Dude literally banned Iranians from entering the country. He literally just assumed all Iranians were guilty or potential terrorists and banned them for our fucking country. What are you talking about? You've always stood with them. No, you haven't. You stood directly against them, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what he says. 239,000 likes for this. <sighs> Doesn't matter what he says, folks. His base will support him no matter what. He can definitely shoot people. They wouldn't give a shit. And then uh, he's out there saying, America will never be a socialist country. Listen to this bullshit. On January 15th, we're signing uh, Monster. A big, beautiful monster, 40 to 50 billion dollars to our farmer. That's our farmers will be taken in. I keep saying, go buy larger tractors. Like, this doesn't make sense for so many reasons. First, this is the Republicans' version of socialism. Obviously, this is not real socialism. Socialism is when you seize the means of production. But this is what conservatives continuously call socialism, right? When the government takes money from other people and then gives it to other people, that's what they call socialism. Um, so we're having to pay for Trump's failed tariffs against China, which are destroying our farmers. And so he's having to bail them out, right? This is the conservative version of socialism in every way. Why the fuck if they're not able to sell their goods so much so that you have to bail them out to the tune of 40 to $50 billion? Would they go and buy tractors? They wouldn't. They don't need the fucking tractors. They're not able to sell the shit they have already for decent prices. That's why you're bailing them out. But yeah, you're supporting our farmers. Clap, clap, clap. And uh, it's no surprise that this idiot is in power when you look at who his fan base is, who the people supporting him is. Like, what is something that you... Look, look at this. These people are just the dumbest motherfuckers. They, they can't even form a coherent thought in their brains. What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh, I, I, I just, I'm not really sure is. I just support him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I can't even name a single thing he's done well at the top of my head, but I just support him anyway. You know, it's cool. God damn it. So frustrating, but this is like 40% of the country right now. Just the dumbest people on earth. And you wonder if these people are actually serious when they say things like this, or they're just bullshitting because they're trying to upset people. But I and Mao is wrong, the wrongest boy on the internet. Trump is a teetotaler. 
The man doesn't smoke and he doesn't drink. He sure as hell isn't going to abuse drugs. You don't get to look as young as he does by having unhealthy habits. Give me a fucking... Like... Does Trump look like he's healthy to anybody on the goddamn planet? Seriously? Like, does he believe this or is he just saying whatever he thinks will make people mad? Are you triggered? Have I upset you? It's just insanity at the highest fucking order. But that's Ian Mao's wrong for you. He's a fucking hoot. And, uh, man, you want to know how evil people are in our countries? Even, even like our own newscasters. Look at this guy, how horny he gets at the thought of war because it makes money for the military companies. Look how giddy he is, the thought people are going to get murdered. Let's look at defense stocks. They're all up. It was American defense products that did this, and the market's response is to buy those defense stocks. And I see Northrop, Lockheed, and Raytheon doing very well yes. indeed, thanks. Well, if you make missiles and guns and stuff like that, you don't do well today. That's fine. Uh, Lockheed's up 10 bucks. That's 2.7%, and Northrop Grumman up a full 4%. Right. Who makes the missiles? I can't remember. Is Lockheed. It, uh, Lockheed and Northrop, maybe? Yeah. Raytheon, Lockheed, Northrop Grumman. Those are the defense stocks which really count in this situation. Nice gains. Uh, do show me, please, the defense stocks, because I'll bet they are moving big time today. I think they are. Uh, show them to me, show them to me, please. Lockheed is up 3%. Can you show me Northrop Grumman? And I want to see Raytheon as well, please, because I think we've got big gains there. And if you do get into a shooting fight of some sort, you need their system. Yay, war and death. Think of how much money we're going to make. That's what American TV is like, folks. American business news, for those of you in other countries. Just as evil, as ghoulish as it can possibly fucking get. And uh, I agree with Dark Matter here. It's absolutely right. It's a dangerously childish mindset I've been seeing. We are the good guys. They are the bad guys. If you criticize anything we do, it must be because you support the bad guys. Minds like these are corrupt government's wet dream. And that's exactly what we're seeing over and over again. Here's a few examples. First up. Oh, God. Count Chonkula, watching lefties, feminists, male feminists, siding with the country that throws women in jail for not dressing the way the law demands, just so they can dunk on Trump, shows they really don't care about their cause. They are just hateful people that need an excuse to be hateful. I mean, hey, nothing wrong with being a complete arsehole. Just don't seek justification to make you being an arsehole something you can't be criticized for. Look, bro, I get it. You need to support a country that executes gays and hurts women and disregards rights so you can attack Bono Blumpf, who is a fascist who wants to execute gays and hurt women and disregard rights. Makes perfect sense to me. Look, 7,000 likes for this. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with defending Iran. We don't want to go to fucking war. We don't want to spend trillions of more dollars that we can't afford that can be used on health care for our citizens. It's easy enough for you to fucking say over there in whatever goddamn country you're in where you have universal health care. But we don't want that for us. Why can't you understand that it's not that we agree with Iran. It's that we don't want to fucking kill innocent people. We don't want to be pulled into this bullshit for no reason. No lefties, feminists are siding with Iran, you fucking dumbass. It's about avoiding a massive fucking war, obviously. Just so stupid. And of course, Blair White's got to take this opportunity to throw LGBT people under the bus. LGBT people defending Iran are like chickens defending KFC. And you know, this is just red meat for her base. Yeah. 
It's these SJW LGBT people. So many of them are defending Iran. You hate our country so much, you traitor. Just every opportunity she can to throw fucking gay people under the bus and trans people. Like, I saw that uh, Jacqueline Glenn is having her as one of her bridesmaids. Hard to believe that I now like Jacqueline Glenn less than I do Sean Head. At least Sean Head seems to have distanced herself from Blair White. So kudos for that. And uh, what's that? You don't want to start a war that could quickly evolve into a global catastrophe? Putting millions of lives at risk? Wow, you're such a sellout, says the actual sellout. You know, person that will throw her... I'd say her own side, but they're not really at her own side because she's not really accepted by the trans community or the gay community because she's so, you know, such a sellout. But, <sighs> just fucking disgusting in every goddamn way. Fuck her. Am I right? I guess I'll stop there to check the Super Chats real quick. And it's all my World War Three coverage for now, but at least it's de-escalated somewhat. So it's good news. Like, I heard some people saying, it's funny how so many liberals seem upset that there's a de-escalation because they just wanted to shit on Trump for it. No, we're happy. I'm glad to see a de-escalation. I don't want fucking war. I haven't seen anybody that wants that shit. Cam Ruby 499, what's next? Madonna criticizing young women for being too promiscuous and slutty. That's, that's basically what Kim Kardashian is doing, right? Kim Kardashian, who literally became famous off a of sex state, now all Christian and shit. I'm going to teach my kids to be different. Getting that... Sweet, sweet Christian grifter money. Beast Nation, $2,095. The irony is Trump ran for president because he couldn't take jokes from Obama. Referring to 2011 correspondence dinner. Yep. But hurt by that. They even canceled. Canceled those correspondence dinner because he didn't want to be fucking dunked on. Such a sensitive snowflake. Breaking back 094. Carl Jr. has an impossible walk burger, does it? We don't have any fucking Carl Jr. around here. Wish we did. Wish we had more selection. But nope. But if I ever see one, I'll definitely have it. Beast Nation 2009, Boy George doing exactly what Caitlin already read that one. All right, $5 from BB. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission regulations explicitly define white as original people of Europe, North Africa, or the Middle East. Okay. Not really sure what that's in reference to, but good to know. Appreciate that, BB. Are you saying that uh, Iranians are not Caucasians? Is that what you're saying? Let's see what the chat has to say real quick. Chat, chat, chat. What time is it? Oh, got 40 minutes left in the show. Making good progress. Uh, boom. There it goes. After she took that dick and got money. Yep, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, now that I'm rich, I'm going to fucking change my whole outlook on life. Bullshit. I ain't buying it. You can't rely on Donkadu to miss the point entirely. You can, yeah, you can rely on him to do whatever he can to try to throw the left under the bus because that's their whole grift. We talk about that endlessly, right? Seems like people would get sick of that grift by now, but they never do. It, uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving for them, so I understand why they keep doing it. Kim is trash. Yep, definitely Kim is trash. Agreed. All right, let's keep going with the show. What's up next here? Oh, my God. So, yeah, this absolutely should be disqualifying for Joe Biden. Here's him bragging about how he supported the Iraq war and what a great president George Bush was. Some of my own party have said that it was a mistake to go to Iraq in the first place and believe that it's not worth the cost, whatever benefit may flow from our engagement in Iraq. But the cost of not acting against Saddam, I think, would have been much greater. And so is the cost and so will be the cost of not finishing this job. 
The President of the United States is a bold leader and he is popular. The stakes are high and the need for leadership is great. I wish he'd use some of his stored up popularity to make what I admit is not a very popular case, but I and many others will support him when he makes the case. So there he is, pounding the war drums, trying to ensure our country gets into a war where we kill at least 200,000 civilians, or our occupation led to the deaths of 200,000 civilians, spend trillions of dollars, help bankrupt our country. There you go, folks. There's the Democrat lead candidate. I think Bernie might have overtaken him, but this is the guy they're trying to shove down our throat. But this is awkward. Let's see what Obama had to say about people who say something exactly the same as what Biden just said. Go, Obama. I have been open about my reasons for opposing the war. Uh, but one of my opponents in this race, Senator Clinton, has tried, I believe, to rewrite history. She voted for a resolution called, and I quote, a resolution to authorize the use of United States armed forces against Iraq. Uh, now she's saying that she wasn't really voting for war. She cast her vote after failing to read the national intelligence estimates on Iraq, a report that raised enough doubts that the majority of Democratic senators who read it voted against the war. We need accountability in our leaders. You can't undo a vote for war just because a war stops being popular. President Bush has used that authority to keep our troops in Iraq to this day. And this is not just about the past. It is about the future. Voters need to judge us on the judgments we've made and the lessons we've learned. Mm -hmm. Senator Clinton has said her vote was a mis was, has not said that her vote was a mistake. She has simply blamed the civilian and military leaders who carried out the policy she authorized. So does all that go for Biden too? What up, Obama? Does that mean you're not supporting your boy? Don't be a hypocrite. But of course, you know they're going to be hypocrites. Still going to support his boy. People are still going to back Biden regardless because he was tied to Obama and Obama was so popular. But yeah, hold him accountable, just like Obama just said there. And uh, so Elizabeth Warren is making a, a mountain out of a molehill. They're trying to slam Bernie because Bernie is sort of taking over the race now. So she's trying to cause controversy, it seems like, uh, bullshit controversy. So what actually happened? A random user who's only ever posted once before posted a document in a Sanders volunteer Slack group. Um, and and the, uh, I guess what they posted was m sort of negative slightly towards Elizabeth Warren. And a moderator immediately saw it and removed it and said, this is not a official campaign source. We don't believe in this. So, of course, Warren goes out and talks about how disappointed she is that the Sanders campaign is targeting her for harassment. Oh, come on, Elizabeth. You at the doors here in Iowa, basically saying that your voters are people who will vote Democrat anyway and don't bring new bases into the Democratic tent. Why is he wrong? I was disappointed to hear that Bernie is sending his volunteers out to trash me. Bernie knows me and has known me for a long time. Uh, he knows who I am, where I come from, what I have worked on and fought for. Like, literally the opposite is happening. Bernie never did that, would never do that, and you're actually going to public smearing him over bullshit. So you should apologize for being a hypocrite. The coalition and grassroots movement we're trying to build. 
Democrats want to win in 2020, we all saw the impact of the Anyway, enough of this. They're trying to blow this mohill into a mountain to smear Bernie with. And it's not the only thing they're trying to do. They're also claiming that he spoke to her privately and told her a woman couldn't win, which is total fucking bullshit. It's just trash, trash. But yeah. Very disgusting of Warren to smear Bernie by blaming him for Hillary's loss and falling and falling for the document that is not from the Bernie campaign, despite her being my second choice. This is why I can never trust her and find her opportunistic. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'd still vote for her over uh, Trump, but really disappointed. And she's also trying to become more likable. So she's getting out there and dancing. Yeah. Look at her moves. Look at her go. Isn't she likable and relatable now? Apparently she went to the Elon School of Dance. Learn her moves from Elon Musk. Never a good idea. No. No presidential candidates. You don't have to dance for us. You don't have to dance, monkeys. Just stop. Cease immediately. So anyway, definitely disappointed to hear that. Definitely disappointed to see that from Elizabeth Warren. Better than this, Elizabeth. Better than this. Rise above it. And next we're going to shit on Gun Girl. You guys know Gun Girl? Caitlin, whatever the hell her name is. So apparently she doesn't realize that she doesn't have to post videos that she films that make her look stupid. But she does for some reason. I guess she thinks this makes her look good or makes her side look correct, but it doesn't. All these people are just fucking owning her. So she's walking around the school and she's trying to make people outraged that trans people might be treated with respect in bathrooms and whatnot. And these people ain't fucking having it. Look at all these kings stand up to her. What do you think about putting urinals in women's restrooms for women who have penises and they just want to stand and pee? Um, I think people just making too big of a deal about it. I don't really care. Naughty words. Okay, so we should or shouldn't? I mean, I don't really care. Okay, what about tampons and pads in men's restroom for men who have periods? If you're really getting that worked up about it, why does it matter? Like, I don't care. Just sitting there. I'm not going to take it. Okay, so we should provide men with tampons. I mean, if a dude wants a tampon for some reason, he can have a tampon. That's not my business. What would he use it for? I don't know. That's his problem. What would he use a pad for? His problem. Do you think they should seek medical advice if they're having bleeding? I mean, if they want to, I don't really care. Why should I care? I don't know. I care about people. If they're you know, bleeding I, out of their penis, yeah, I would want to... I care about people's personal rights. They can do whatever they want. It's not, none of my business. Yeah, you tell them fucking espousing liberty and she seems dumbfounded. Yeah, liberty hangout. Utterly confused by somebody who advocates for individual liberty. Love to see it. And there are a couple of these she posted. I don't know why she posted these. They don't make her look good. But here's another one standing up to her. Proud of all these dudes. Some really fine people out there. There's uh, there's more than people think. What? Men having periods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By God. Did you tell them to seek medical help if men are having periods? Well, trans men have periods. Oh, okay. Okay, explain that one to me. Yeah, so, uh, so people who have uh, transitioned from female to male, um, you know, obviously, you know, they might still have periods. And, you know, if they identify as male, you know, they have the right to go into the men's room. Uh, but if they're still having periods, they have the right to have, you know, the products they need. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, uh, there's hard to understand about this. Nothing. 
You know, trans men are men, but they can still have periods. That's the way it works. This is not complicated anyway. I don't understand why she thinks this is gotchas in any way. It's just nuts. But here's another one. Let's look at one more. One more king standing up to her. They all seem like they're so tired of her bullshit. They're like, why you fuck with me? Why don't I put cameras in my face? You're so stupid. What do you think about starting an initiative on campus here at UK to be more inclusive to women who have penises and we can put urinals in the women's restroom for them? Sounds fantastic. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. What about, let's take it one step close, you know, more for inclusivity here on campus and put free tampons and pads in the men's restroom for men who have periods. Sounds great. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't see anything wrong with those statements? No. What men do I mean, you know like with the periods? General use ones like in Willie T have pads. I use them pretty often. So, what do you think? <laughs> I just don't know why she thinks this make her look good, right? They're just like leave me the fuck alone. Personal liberty. They can do what they want, and I, I'm not really sure anybody's trying to put urinals in the female restrooms. Like, it's, if if anybody's trying to do that, I guarantee it's a very small percentage of people. Like, trans women can just use the stalls like regular women do right like who is really trying to advocate for this i guarantee it she's just making this up to fear monger but anyway love to see the thing fucking having it you go boys trends rights and uh was there one more let's see oh that was the same one all right this one says, I desperately want to debate Gun Girl on whether she's actually libertarian on fucking anything or if she's just a fascist or has no principles. But yeah, she is just a fascist. They're not really libertarians. They don't actually believe in personal freedom. They just want to attack people. Others that they think are strange because, you know, that's what conservatives do, right? Anything that's outside of the status quo, they have to try to attack to keep things from changing. And I've got to say that uh, Subaru's new car... It's a bold marketing plan. Let's see if this pays off, Cotton. They have a new car coming out called the Forrester Unlimited Customized Kit Special. That's right. Fox. Gonna go out and get me a Fox car immediately. I want to drive around in my Fox car. Hey, everybody. Look at my Fox car. So, I don't know. I guess that's good uh, viral marketing. Kind of ugly. I don't think I'm going to buy it, but A for effort. For your bold marketing decision there. And of course, the quartering. Biggest snowflake in the goddamn world. Gotta get upset about everything. Now he's upset about uh, the new uh, Saved by the Bell reboot. Because of course he is. Gotta find something to be fucking upset about for no reason. Gotta find something to distract people with. This minutia bullshit that doesn't actually matter. New video, please share. Every day we stray further from God. Good. Fuck God. Saved by the Bell is getting a woke reboot where the super mega popular star is trans. Oh no! Not a trans person on television. Oh my God. What if they accidentally make being trans more acceptable to the populace where trans people are no longer demonized so much and commit such high amounts of suicides? Wouldn't that be fucking awful if that happened? We're straight from God. And they shit all over Zach Morris's legacy. Fuck Zach Morris. Zach Morris was evil as shit, man. There's like a whole series of videos explaining why Zach Morris was such a fucking douchebag. Like such a selfish asshole that lied, cheated, threw everybody else under the fucking bus for his own personal gains. Leave our children alone, you dicks. Oh, fuck you, dude. Cry harder, noob. 
as us gamers used to say back in the day. And Facebook, unsurprisingly, are lying shitheads. Basically, they were inflating the amount of users companies were getting through their videos and whatnot. The viewership metrics were inflated by 150 to 900 percent. Whole companies shifted their strategy to video. Companies going bankrupt. People losing jobs. Facebook gets away with a 0.18 of annual income, 40 million to 22 billion dollars, a slap on the wrist. Basically, um, they're basically lying about the views people are getting. And, and companies like College Humor, which has been around forever, making comedy videos, now they're out of business. They basically went bankrupt because they moved their strategy to Facebook videos because they were basically conned by these inflated video views. Um, and so they didn't make enough ad revenue and they went out of business. They may try to reboot on a smaller scale, but the, the, the major video production is done and gone because of shitheads like Facebook just trying to lie to people and make as much money as they can. This is what capitalism is all about, folks. They lie to you and they make all this money and they get a slap on the wrist. Basically, the fine they got is the equivalent of a person who makes $56,000 a year having to pay $100. Nothing. Nothing. So they make tons and tons and tons of fucking money. That's pay a very small percentage of it back. And that's how the game is played. If they can cheat, lie, and steal and make more money than the fines, then they basically are legally obligated to do that because you have to make as much money for your shareholders as you possibly can. Regardless of what you have to do. That's the evils of capitalism. So fuck this motherfucker. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Goddamn Android motherfucker. And uh, here's one from Catalina Gearbox. What's up, Catalina? How you doing? It's Joe Rogan keeping us up to date on his all-meat carnivore diet. Yeah, he's been listening to Jordan Peterson, you know, which is always fucking smart. And it seems to be going really well for him. Carnivore diet update, the good and the bad. Let's start with the bad. There's really only one bad thing, and that's the thing is diarrhea. I'm not sure diarrhea is an accurate word for it. Like, I don't think a shark is technically a fish. I think a shark is technically a fish. It's a different thing. And with regular diarrhea, I would compare it to a fire you see coming a block or two away and you have the time to make an escape. Whereas the carnivore dot, it's like out of nowhere, the fire is coming through the cracks. Your doorknob is red hot and all hope is lost. I haven't shit my pants yet. But I've come to accept that if I keep going with this diet, it's just a matter of time before we lose a battle and I feel my undies like a rainforest mudslide overtaking a mountain road. It's that bad. It seems to be getting a little better every day, so there's that to look forward to. But as of today, I trust my butthole as about as much as I trust a shifty neighbor with a heavy Russian accent that asks a lot of personal questions. Well, you know what? Maybe stop doing that diet? Maybe Jordan Peterson is a moron and his daughter is a grifter and you shouldn't listen to these fucking assholes. Hey, maybe try becoming a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for, what, eight months now and I haven't even almost shit myself yet. Feel great! So, might want to try that, Joe Rogan. Don't know. Be more skeptical. But, uh, did you know the Nazi flag is illegal in Poland? So instead, uh, and also in the Netherlands, so the Nazis there have adopted the Confederate flag instead, right? It's about heritage, not hate. Uh, no, it's about hate. They fully recognize it's about hate, which is why they're adopting this flag. So basically their version of Nazi rednecks, they're adopting our culture. Like if you had to adopt a part of our culture, this is what you adopt? Fucking shitheads. Hate to see it. I guess we'll stop for a second. Check the chats. Check the chats.
Last chance to get in your super chats if you want to immortalize yourself forever. Ask me a fucking question to support the show. Time to do it right now. Yep, Zach Morris is trash. I think that's what the video series is called. Funny video series points out just what a shithead he is. Thank you, Proto. Cat Ruby, how would they like it if China took out Mike Pence by sprinkling ricin on his butt plug? Well, we go to war. We nuke them immediately. Like, we can do anything. We can murder anybody, regardless of who it is, and we're the good guys. But if they do it, oh my God, you're terrorist. It's just the double standard, which is why the world hates us. That's just the truth of the matter. BB, $5. Um, oh, I already read that, I think. Yeah, all right. More Super Chats, please. Get in your Super Chat while you still can. Please support the show. All that bullshit. E-begging, e-begging, e-beg, beg, beg, beg. Let's check the chats here. Oh, scroll by too quick. Missed it. Oh, well. The Cutover Diet seems like more of a reaction to veganism than an actual serious diet. They're so scared for some reason. Oh, my God. For some reason, not harming animals is bad. Trying to limit animal suffering is horrible because the left is doing it. It's just... Maybe you're the bad guys. Just say it. Maybe you should have a little self-reflection and understand you're not on the right side of this. I shit my pants, but on the upside, I powered up to over 9,000. I know, right? It was totally worth it. I have slightly higher energy levels, so totally worth shitting my pants over. All right. Let's continue on with the show. Finish this shit up. Definitely like the video. Please take a second to like the video. It only takes a second to click that like button. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to leave comments. All this stuff is incredibly important to help the show grow. And as I was talking about before, like I'm not a member of the BreadTube community because I don't like get involved in these clicks because I think when you get involved in these clicks, it basically stifles not only your creativity, but what you can say in public because you get punished for speaking out against the in crowd. Um, so my videos don't get shared by these people. My audience doesn't grow normally because I don't involve myself in these communities. So... Please consider sharing my videos on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on forums, wherever you can. Recommend them to your friends. Help me out. Much appreciated. You know, that's the only way my show is going to grow is by word of mouth. So do what you can. Much appreciated. And uh, another example, eat the fucking rich. What they do is they throw us crumbs, folks. And then they're like, oh, my God. Look how altruistic we are. Jeff Bezos announces Amazon is donating $690,000 to help the country recover from the devastating brush fires. Oh my God, how generous. How generous from the man who owns, who earns $230,000 a minute. So that's like three minutes. Three minutes of his income is going to this very important cause, a, a whole continent that's burning to the fucking ground, killing hundreds of millions of animals. But you know, Here's some crumbs. Let them eat cake. Look how benevolent we are. Nope, fuck that. Tax him into the fucking ground. I think you should tax every penny he has except for maybe a couple million dollars. Everything else, tax the fuck out of it. That's my opinion. And if he hides that money, if he takes it overseas, put him in jail. Put his ass in the fucking jail. Make examples out of these motherfuckers. Seize his company. Nationalize Amazon. That's my vote. And uh, apparently Paul Joseph Watson thinks that uh, rational disconnect is destiny. He posted this video after a rational disconnect made a video, I guess, shitting on him over his uh, opposition to global warming. And he's like, are you still with the girl who you admitted was fucking other guys with your blessing? Big cope. I hope that everything you say in this clip is a lie. Otherwise, it's really pathetic. Uh, this is destiny. I'm in a poly relationship. 
The reason why I'm in a poly relationship is because I don't give a fuck if my girlfriend goes and fucks another guy. I'm in a poly relationship. Yeah, uh, who cares? Who cares if he's in a poly relationship? This is his business, right? But it's just Paul Joseph Watson's way of saying, you're a cook. Oh my God, look how pathetic you're a cook. At least he has a girlfriend. At least he gets out of his mama's basement every once in a while and interacts with fellow human beings. But this is not rational disconnect. This is destiny. It's a totally different human being. But he got 3,000. 400 likes for this and 2K likes. And there were, he was told. He was told this isn't destiny. But he keeps it up. It doesn't even fucking matter that he's told that he's fucking wrong. They don't ever correct the record. Or even delete what they're fucking saying. Or even try to sweep it under the rug. Because they know it doesn't matter. They know they can just lie. And the people that support them will still support them. I mean, it's Paul Joseph Watson, right? He's like one of the most prolific liars in the history of the internet. He knows at this point, there's literally nothing he can't lie about that people won't support him for. Got a million fucking followers on goddamn Twitter. So that's the kind of shit that society rewards. And I tried to watch that show Undercover Boss the other day. That fucking show is annoying as shit, man. All it is is rich assholes who leave their mansions and their trophy wives for a few days. And they go undercover in their own companies. And they always find out the same thing. They always find out that most of their employees are underfunded. That they're not paid a living wage. So what do they do? Do they go back and figure out a way to pay all their employees a living wage and make things right? Nope. They pick three of them to give bonuses to as a Band-Aid and then just forget that the rest of their fucking employees are struggling to get by. And, uh, of course, they're made out to be heroes for doing this in this fucking show. Like, this is peak capitalism for you folks. It's just frustrating to watch i had to turn that shit off found myself yelling at the television you know it's time to turn that shit off and uh did you hear about this uh comedy group i guess it's in brazil they're the one that had the uh, gay jesus show on netflix well apparently their troop headquarters got firebombed by a fascist group yeah fucking firebombed and then the courts ruled that netflix has to take this video down because you know freedom and all that bullshit so yeah don't have any of the freedom of speech bullshit over there in Brazil, I guess. It's more of a theocracy. Can't make fun of Jesus for being gay, which, you know, if he existed, clearly was. Jesus clearly gay as shit. And more power to gay Jesus. You know, you suck that dick, Jesus. Get you some, boy. And uh, folks, believe it or not, when I was young, like in my teenage years, I was even a bigger shithead than I am now. No, that's hard to fucking believe. And like, I got in fights. I like had a chip on my shoulder and was like, oh my God, what'd you say about my mama? I'll punch you in your fucking face. Did you disrespect me? Oh, hell no. I'll hit you with this desk. Like I was a little, like five, seven, had little man syndrome and just can't disrespect me. All insecure and shit. So I got in some fights then, whooped a few asses, got my ass whooped a few times, gave some, took some. You know how it is, but like I haven't been in a, in a fight in my entire fucking adult life because it turns out when you get in fights, people tend to like punch you in the face and shit, and and it hurts. So I'm like, oh hell no to that, no thank you. And they pummel you in and around your body, and nope, no thanks. I haven't been like in a fight in my entire fucking adult life. I just avoid that shit because you know, fuck that. But I also I've like been watching fighting for like the last 25, 30 years, and so I think I have a pretty good idea in theory, of how you fight. And, uh, man, this girl has amazing fighting skills. So let's take a look at this. Remember how my show used to be, like, 
the first 10 episodes I did when I rebooted this show, half the show was us watching people fight. It was always black people. It was like for some reason Facebook was always recommending videos of black people fighting. And I started feeling like a racist for watching all those videos. So I stopped doing that. But there's some white girls fighting. Man, this girl's got some skills. Look at it. First of all, boom. As soon as that, all right, let's rewind a little bit. As soon as that first jab hit, you know she got some skills. Like she is definitely trained. Jab is an excellent maneuver to create distance. So boom. And then she's a counter punch. So she's going to make this girl chase her. She's going to back up. She's going to back up and she comes to her and counter punch. And this girl don't know what she's doing. She's just getting jabbed to death, you right? This girl sticking and moving, sticking and moving. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> You're outmatched. Run away. What's up? What you crying for? Oh, baby. Another jab, another jab. Oh, now she's going to chase her. Now she's going to chase her. Don't do that. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah. World star. World. And why you got to yell world star? Why people think they got to yell world star at the end of the videos, man? That's been done to death. That's so annoying. Just play the fight. You ain't got a goddamn screaming comment over. But anyway. Hadn't played any fights in a while, and that girl definitely knows what she's doing. Kudos to you, and that was uh that went viral last week under the hashtag White Tyson. But like her moves weren't like Tyson s; they were more like Muhammad Ali than anything else. I know that's not as catchy as White Tyson, but Mike Tyson was more in your face and bobbing and weaving left to right, not really a counter puncher too much. But anyway, thought I'd share that with you. Now, gonna finish up the show with the. A few palate cleansers, as we're wont to do on this show. First off, no matter how big a cat is, they some some reason they always love boxes. What the fuck is it with cats and boxes? Look at this little cute boy just enjoying his box. You crush the shit out of that box, but he don't care. It's the funnest fucking thing ever, this box. This little murder claws. Cute as shit. And also cute as shit. Look at them playing together. Oh, he could eat you in one bite, but he just loves. I got a Rottweiler looks very much like this. People are like scared of Rottweilers, but they're just if you if you're like you loving towards them, they don't even know hatred. They don't even know violence. Like my Rottweiler has no concept of it. Just as general as they can possibly. Look at this little tail wagon. They didn't dock her tail, so that's good to see. So fucking stinking cute. Love to see it. Oh my god. Holy shit. All right. Well, that's it for my content, folks. Let's finish it up with the Super Chats and the regular chats. Jenny Rude, sorry you missed the show. We'll watch later. Don't have much money to give. Hope you give the kitties treats. Will do. Still got to buy them some peanut butter for you guys. As soon as the show's up, I'm going to let them into the room because they're like itching to get into this fucking room. It's been a while. And I guess that's all the Super Chats. So thank you, everybody who supported the show today. Really appreciate it. Let's see what else is in the chat. Dusty. Home versus Rousey reenactment, I know. Except home, I think, kicked her in the head, didn't she? Finished it with a beautiful head kick. And companies can pay whatever they want above minimum wage. Uh, that's true, I guess. All meat diet, your colon will thank you. I know, right? Way to give yourself colon cancer to own the libs. Doesn't make any sense. Speed plus strength equals power, they say. Yep. Speed and accuracy. Definitely very important. Tyson this prime was fast as hell too and had awesome defense with his peekaboo. So yes, peekaboo style, left and right, left and right. 
Awesome fighter. Was fun to watch back in the day. What a terror. Then he bit that dude's ear off. He's like, I'm not losing this fight. I'm just going to bite your fucking ear off. So sort of an asshole a little bit. Thanks for the best show ever. Fuzzy's Roll. Hey, no problem. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys for joining me. As always, you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Like a dollar or two. Whatever you can afford. Doesn't have to be much. It all adds up. Very much appreciated. Goes to a good cause. Like we're doing good work here. Demon Side of the Sanctuary. So please, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy what I do, I don't make any money off the advertisements at all. Um, so like this is the only way I can support to do this. So if you like it, please support it. And there's lots of ways to support the show in the description of the video. You can send direct uh, donations through PayPal and there's merchandise and all kinds of shit. So please support it if you can. I will be back Friday. Probably going to bring Kami Potato back. Not 100% sure, but that's the plan to come back Friday and do Kami Potato. So everybody has requested that. Definitely going to think about doing that. I love you guys so much. I really appreciate you joining me tonight. Hope you guys come back Friday. Tell your friends. And as always, till next time, logic, everybody. Have an awesome week, y'all. Good night. Just got a super chat. Thought I'd read it real quick before I left. Eric Moyer, $10. Enjoyed it. Glad you did, Eric Moyers. Thank you for supporting the show. Didn't want to leave you hanging. All right. Good night, guys.